Time Store Siri. Got it. Time Store Siri changed her. I mean, I didn't hear it this time. <laughs> I didn't even. I read think it. I, I think you have to be have another be on another window for it to talk to you. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's a little blurb got her. Her voice is different now. Yeah. She she more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, it's just a different tone or something. This meeting's being recorded, you fuckers. <laughs> that would, I would have been a lot louder about it if that had happened. <laughs> yeah, I bet. How, oh. awesome, how awesome would that be, though, if they record like 60 different accents of people doing that? <laughs> would well, be better if they, if they like use like, you know, your the geographical address of your IP address to like adjust the accent to the where like the region you live in. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and, the, and the message. So like in Seattle, I'd be like, Yes, yeah, it's being recorded or whatever. You know, just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Whereas on the East Coast, it'd be far more aggressive. <laughs> All right. So, uh, last session, what happened? Uh, I guess not a lot. So, <laughs> we, we yeeted Caitlin to another plane. All right. <laughs> so, having, having defeated a, an adult blue dragon, uh, you interrogated his minion, Krinko, and... Uh, discovered that he um, presumably has a big uh, stash of loot. So Krinko took you back to the home of the bandits, gave you the tour, uh, was very deferential uh, to you all. Uh, and you found your way into um, the dragon's horde chamber, which was a bit of a puzzle to get into. Uh, there was this huge chasm that led to an underground river, uh, which was the the River MacGuffin, or not MacGuffin, the River Red Herring. You know, it's, <laughs> uh, so what you guess, uh, but then hidden on the other side of the chasm was a passageway up that led to a trick door that led to a, a, a an onyx uh, encircled room uh, with a single sapphire in it. After much investigation, you all figured out that there was a hole in the ceiling Um. And you had uh, Nithis flew up into it. Uh, unfortunately, since the hole wasn't magical and you hadn't quite figured out that it was a portable hole and we kind of forgot about your bag of holding, uh, <laughs> when those two things mixed, it is not good. Uh, whoopsie a, doodle. Yeah, whoopsie doodle. A uh, tear in reality was formed and Nithis was um, uh, engulfed and te uh, taken to the astral sea. Um, uh, leaving you all showered in the treasures that were hidden inside the portable hole uh, and all of Nithis's goods as well. So after you collected your wits after a monumental freak out, uh, you decided to head back to Hokkaido. Uh, but first you had to, uh, you went back to the village and let them know that the dragon problems were over, gave them some, uh, some of the gold that you recovered from the dragon as a sort of reparations for their troubles, uh, and then teleported to Hokkaido. There you went to the library and um, met with Master Eriks. Um, and I re-listened to the session that had Master Eriks in it. And so his voice is a lot uh, less old this time around. <laughs> so apparently Master Eriks is having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and you paid him to look into the astral plane uh, then you went back to the priest who recommended that they visit Master Eric's so 
but while you're hanging out with priests, you realize that you could communicate with Nithis uh, via sending spell. So 88 reached out to her and let her know that, uh, um, uh, that they were looking for a way to find her. Uh, Nithis told them probably the scariest thing that Nithis could tell them that she was bored. <laughs> uh, so that really hyped the urgency a little bit. Nithis uh, is no Narasthana, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> but a bored sorcerer of any kind is a bad, bad thing to have. Um, so Amy also reached out to Enigma, letting him know that Nithis had been accidentally sent to the astral plane uh, and seeking Enigma's assistance in getting her back. Enigma tells them, told you all that you should consider it done in his uh, succinct manner. Uh, so Priest told y'all to get some rest while Master Eric said he'd need a day or so to look into these astral shenanigans. Uh, so he checked back in at Sapphire Spear and went to bed. Nithis, uh, still floating in the astral sea, having been buffeted by terrible psychic winds which threatened to unravel her sanity, uh, was picked up serendipitously by a gith Yankee on a flying skift named Vanek. Uh, she noticed he had a strange silver cord coming out of his back that kind of floated up and disappeared after a meter or so. And uh, Vanek, uh, after some conversation, some frank conversation with uh, Nithis, where he, Nithis was you know, honest with him and open and Vanek appreciated it. it. Nithis found out that Vanek was another person who had worked with Enigma in the past. Uh, Enigma had sent him here to help her out. So, uh, after talking a bit about Enigma's appetite for knowledge, uh, he took her to a, a city in the Astral Sea built on the back of the slain god Amentoth, the city of the dead god. And that is where we ended the session. Oh boy. <clears throat> so crazy. It is the first of bright. It is a moon's day. Um, and we are going to start the session with Nithis. Yay, I'm ready. Nithis, you're on a skiff uh, flying under the uh, calcified remains of a god long since dead. Um, as you get a closer look at the city, um, you see he's got two massive arms that are just sort of floating out beside him. Uh, and attached to these arms, you see um, all manner of skiff and ship uh, that are capable of sailing the astral sea that are tethered to it via chains. Mm. Um, Interestingly, you don't see any stairs that go up the arm, uh, up the arms, uh, because people just float here, so they don't really have much use for stairs. Uh, huh. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so uh, after uh, Vanek kind of takes you uh, underside, so you can see the uh, front of of the god and really kind of sink in what this is. Uh, he flies back up and around to the arm, and he just says, uh, "You know, uh, the look on your face is this uh, is priceless." He says, not every day I get to show that someone knew this thing. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Um, he says, uh, you get used to it. You say so. <laughs> he says, uh, give it a couple hundred years. Oh, yeah, I don't have that, but okay. <laughs> he says, here you have all the time you need. And he... Uh, he pulls the skiff up, uh, 
to an empty spot on the dock where there's a kind of floating chain uh, just dangling in space. Uh, and he uh, he uh, pulls the skiff up and stops it and then just sort of floats off of it and chains the uh, skiff up to it, uh, casting a little spell as he does uh, and locking it. He says, uh, you coming? Okay, I follow him by floating? Yep, yeah, you, feel, you, you move with your mind. It's a little weird uh, not using your legs. In effect, you maybe just sort of subconsciously do move your legs a little bit. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, you do notice so that he does just sort of follow along the ground, almost like as if he was levitating. Um, he, he says, uh, it's a good idea to stick close to the, to the surface when you can. He says, less, less turbulence down here close to this. Like the psychic turbulence? That's yeah. That's that's the one. Hmm. Okay. Um, he says, uh, "Welcome to the city of the dead god." He says, uh, "We're about to head up into the shoulder." So uh, he says, "It's the it's the most populated part of the city. It's also where I live." Okay. So he he as you float up this giant arm, passing all these ships, uh, you eventually crest over the shoulder blade, and you see. Um, just all these buildings. Um, uh, the first thing you notice is that they're all made of kind of disparate stone as if they're all scavenged from whatever they could find floating around. Um, uh, very densely packed, narrow streets. Uh, and the buildings are stacked two, three, or even four buildings high with small chains between them, keeping them tethered. Uh, space is at a premium here he says and uh it's just as easy to build on top as it is below so hmm. i guess whatever works huh mm-hmm. uh, as you float through the city you see uh it's bustling with um varying travelers most of which appear to be gith yonki but you also see uh uh the occasional human or aracocra dwarf um uh, some of which have these silvery um, uh, tethers, others that don't. Um, and you also see uh, oddly like a couple of like, looks to be angels just walking around. Um, uh, though uh, they get kind of sideways glances from the people as they walk through them. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, so since you don't have a cord, uh, he says, uh, Careful about your wallet. Yeah, what is what is this cord that you have? Uh, he says, uh, I'll explain it when we get inside. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, wary of blades. He says, uh, they slip out loose here, loose and easy. Okay. Especially for one, uh, well, it's not Githyanki. Let's just put it like that. <clears throat> okay. So he leads you into the middle of this bustling district. I, um, as he does, as he does, uh, you get um, kind of near the middle of it, and he takes you up to the fourth level uh, where the buildings are here, fourth, fourth four high. Uh, and then he says, "Actually, before we go in, he says, come up here with me for a sec." And he uh, floats above the buildings, and he kind of points out uh, to you some of the features here. Um, uh, so uh, on the head, uh, you see this giant uh, kind of lighthouse looking thing. Uh, it says, that's our watchtower over there on the head. Uh, 
he says, this is the shoulder. He says, uh, he says in the uh, wealthiest, he says, live on the back. Hmm. Uh, he says, uh, he says, and then of course the two wounds are how you get into the inner district. The wounds? Oh yeah, what killed him? Okay. He, said, he says, uh, I wouldn't go down there unless you got someone experienced to take you there. What was down there? He says, he says, what else, what's always below cities? He says, uh, black market, gambling, drugs, stuff that uh, people don't want out in the light of day. Okay. Okay. So uh, he floats back down uh, and uh, pulls a key from his pocket and uh, opens a door uh, and says, oh, you coming in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going. All right. All right. So he leads you into this um, small cramped house. Uh, there's, um, interestingly, it's just a one-room apartment. Uh, there's no kitchen. There's no lavatory or bedroom, nothing you can see like that. Um, uh, the, this room itself is, uh, it's got a couple of places to sit, uh, and then desks and shelves, uh, and tables, all of which are covered, uh, with just all sorts of, all sorts of, uh, items, papers, uh, knickknacks, tchotchkes, things like that. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, wasn't expecting any company, so yeah, sorry about all this. Of course, no problem. Uh, he says, uh, uh, feel free to get comfortable. I uh, know <laughs> I've got it around here somewhere. Uh, and he kind of floats over to a corner and starts digging through things. Uh, he's, as he does, he says, he says, the cord, he says, uh, he says, I'm not really here. Oh, I mean, I'm here, but I'm not really here. Um, elaborate. He says, uh, "I'm actually right now on the Shadowfell." Uh, he says, um, "This is what's called an astral projection." Oh. He hmm. says, uh, "He says I've been around for a long time. It took me quite some time to be able to do this." He says, if I die here normally, he says, I just go back to Shadowfell. Uh -huh. He says, but my cord gets cut. He says, that's it. He says, now luckily, your normal blades can't do anything to that. Uh -huh. He says, but if you see a Gith Yankee with a long silver sword, he says, don't cross him. Okay. Well, if you're astral projecting, I guess any sort of weapon can kill you here. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so your body's just like laying in the shadow fell? Yeah, he says, I actually can't stay much longer. I got to get back to that. He says, if it okay. dies there, I die here. So. Okay. Ah, here it is. He pulls out a, uh, a an ebony box, uh, circular, kind of like a, what you might put a hat in. Uh, and he undoes a clasp on it and he pulls the lid off uh, and he reaches in and he pulls out this charred black skull. Oh. He says, here you go. And he hands it to you. What is this? <clears throat> Do you take it? Um, 
Can I look at it closely while he's holding it? Yeah. Uh, it is. It appears to be uh, humanoid. Uh, it's definitely been in a fire. It's just charred black. You notice there are some arcane runes carved around the eye sockets uh, and along the uh, along the skull. Um, though uh, the what you'd guess are probably maybe white at one point when they were first carved. They've slowly faded, so they're barely visible on this skull. What is this? He says, well, he says, you needed to talk to Enigma, so. Oh, this is some sort of connection to Enigma? He nods. Can I roll insight? Absolutely. (laughs) I believe whatever the fuck he says. I rolled an eight. I rolled a two, but I got an eight. He says, uh, you need to take this so I can go. Uh, all right. So what do I do after I take this and you leave? He says, lay low till your friends can get here. Goody. He says, I'm sure sure they'll be around any moment now. Can I have the key to your house before you go? Uh, he says it's it'll actually disappear when I go. It's not actually here. Oh uh, shit! The house one? <laughs> no, just just the key. It's in my pocket. Okay. He says. Uh, he says, "Don't worry about it." He says, uh, "Surely you know how to do like an arcane lock." Do I? No, of course I don't. <laughs> oh well. I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you do. <laughs> uh, he says uh one sec. He goes pawing through another uh it looks like a pile of scrolls. Uh and after a couple of minutes he pulls out two scrolls and he says, Here, you can enter and leave twice. He says, Whenever you leave, cast the spell. Okay. Uh and he says, uh for the password for when I come back, he says, uh, how about Vanek? Okay. Taps his head. No one will think of that one. Probably not. <laughs> Too obvious. Mm. Yep. Hopefully that works. He says, uh, well, uh, I guess I'll Take the skull. Yeah, he's, you take the skull. He kind of just says, well, he says, I better get going. He says, astral projecting from the shadow fails a fool's air, and I've been doing it for uh, hours now. So, Thanks for your help. Uh, he says, you can thank the skull. And then he, uh, before your eyes, he just vanishes. Actually, it looks almost like as if, as if the part like the matter of his body gets kind of uh, sucked into that uh, tube uh, and the tube just vanishes. Okay. Weird. Alistar. Ah, hi. (laughs) This sucks. What happens next? (laughs) He says, um, he says, your friends cannot get you back. So we are going to have to take action on our own. Are you sure they can? He just, you hear him just sigh. 
He says, I have been surprised before, but it is infrequent and rare. (laughs) All right, so what's your idea then? (laughs) He says, well, I'm glad you asked. And we're going to cut to the material plane, Hokkaido, the sapphire spear. Uh, you all um, are wake up the next morning, eighty-eight. You, uh, I think you said uh, as soon as you could, as soon as you could finish your rest mode, you were going to head to Master Eric's. Yes. Um, okay. And so, you, is that just four hours, or is it? Uh, I forget. I forget if it's four or it's eight for you. Uh, racial traits. Um, six. Six. Okay. All right, and so I'm assuming that you informed uh, Gwen and Brindley of said plan. Sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you all wake up, uh, and as expected, do not find 88 uh, in the tavern. Um, what do you do? Uh, have a little breakfast, and then I assume go and find him at the library. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so you head over to the library. Um, 88, you arrived at the library, but Eric's was not in yet. He, he you know, uh, went to bed. Um, however, um, uh, an apprentice is uh, willing to get you a book if you'd like something to pass the time. Um, I imagine 88 sitting patiently in the lobby, just as much as a as a perfectly still metal statue can radiating impatience. <laughs> so that slow that low buzzing of a refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember why I was going to see him first thing in the morning. Because it's been a couple of weeks now, yeah. and motivations have slipped out of my head. Um, I'm not sure if it was just to help him with research, or if I had another reason. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Just I guess uh, if they have sort of a introductory primer to the planes, and he can read up on the astral plane. Okay. Um, so yeah, you uh, read up on the astral plane, um, and I actually have a handout. I'll just give you uh, later. Hooray! As you get the uh, basic shape of it of the uh, of the inner planes, the astral sea, the divinities, which is what the outer planes are known as. Uh, and uh, as you're reading about that after a couple hours, uh, Gwen and 88 appear. You mean me? Gwen and Brindley appear. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Probably not the first time something like that's going to happen this session. I've been up since 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have we solved the problem yet? No, I'm waiting for Mr. Ericus to arrive. I see that um, 88 is holding a book and, and I say, hey, do you know if they sell those here too? I believe this is a library, not a bookshop. That's fair. But you can certainly ask. 
I will go ask the attendant if they sell books as well. Uh, oh, no, no. Um, we, we buy them, but we do not sell them. Ah, okay. uh, he says, many of our tomes here are irreplaceable. I'm just looking for popular fiction. So any, any places nearby you can recommend? Uh, he says, uh, unsurprisingly, there are several bookstores in the vicinity. <laughs> but no favorites? No personal favorite? Uh, he says, the Yellowed Page is a beautiful, beautiful bookshop. Uh, it specializes in, um, oh, you said you wanted popular books. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, that one specializes in rare and hard to find books. I'm quite fond of it. Um, I suppose you could go to Smithy's Half-Priced Bookstore. They specialize in the popular stuff. All right. Thank you. I'll look them up. Lots of books for sale of romance novels, thrillers, and other genres as well. I think that's exactly what I'm looking for. Thank you. You've been very helpful. Uh, he holds out a hand. Um, oh, I actually have money now. I, I don't know. what Do I know what's customary to tip someone? Can I give him a silver piece? That's perfectly. For, for as little information as he gave you, that is perfectly fine. <laughs> I will do that then. He says, oh. uh, at your service. Thank you. <laughs> And I will um, go back over to the group. Mm -hmm. All right. um, as you all are, um, uh, you guys wait like another 30 minutes uh, and then you see a familiar figure come in. A oh, if, if it takes that long, I'll ask uh, 88 to give us a little, you know, insight into what he was reading. I will summarize. Wait. <laughs> I was a little worried you was going to end up like dead in this sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I, that would be a hell of an obstacle to put in front of you. <laughs> uh, now you have to find a resurrection gym. Oh, wait, it doesn't work on people that die of old age. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, in walks uh, after, yeah, after about 30 minutes, an elderly tabaxi, uh, torty colored with splotches of gray, uh, walking in on a cane. And he, uh, looks at you and he uh, kind of smiles a, a grin, a toothy grin, and says, ah, yes, yes. Uh, good morning. Good morning. It is good to see you all. Uh, he says, uh, he says, uh, I, th I was going, I thought you wanted me to send you a sending spell, but I can see that you are eager to get your friend back. That is correct. Is there anything we can do to help? Uh, he says, no, I've actually solved the problem. Good. He says, uh, I was going to send you as soon as I got in my study, but I see that I no longer need to do that. So if you'll follow me. Uh, and he turns around and uh, uh, there's a, a doorway nearby. And he, he pulls out a key and turns the key and he says, this way. Uh, and you all find yourself in his familiar study. He says, uh, one of the perks of being a master is, he kind of holds the key up. He says, they no longer have to use the stairs. 
practices, <laughs> which considering my condition is probably not the worst thing. He says, so I have been unable to find anything about how to find or make a planar tuning fork. That is unfortunate. He says, yes. yes. He says, however, while I was discussing the issue with a esteemed colleague over a fine dinner of sushi and wine last night, uh, he says, oh, it was very good. He says, fresh caught tuna with a bit of soy sauce. I get ahead of myself. Uh, anyway, uh, I was reminded of a relatively odd acquaintance I'd made several years back. They didn't leap to mind immediately. Um, it's, it's been a while and they're rather peculiar. Uh, this is someone who smells horrible. I'm going to be very displeased. <laughs> no, no. No, no. Too cheap, too easy. <laughs> um, he says uh, he is the most peculiar, or she's the most peculiar researcher named Lanith. Uh, she comes from Spazia and is a fellow at the Spire. You all are familiar with the Spire, perhaps? Are we familiar with the Spire? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he says, oh, um, well. Is he is where Valthrin's from, right? Yes, it is where Valthrin is from. Maybe it is a Valthrin. <laughs> um, he says, the Spazian Planar Institute for Research and Exploration. He says, more commonly known as the Spire. Uh, he says, it's the only scholarly institution in the world dedicated to studying the planes and planar travel. He says they founded it after Spazia returned from, well, whatever caused it to disappear for 500 years. Searching for answers, they were. It's a fair question. Yes. And he says, um, anyway, he says this uh, researcher, Lanneth, um came here uh, to gather information from our libraries. Um, I'm not an expert on the planes, uh, so I was not much used to her, but we, we struck up a casual acquaintance over lunches. He just stops and kind of stares off in the distance for a second. He says, I apologize. I've not yet had breakfast and I was thinking of the lunches. <sighs> he says, so... I, I sent a message to, uh, to Lanneth, uh, and uh, she actually, in this moment, is in the possession of a tuning fork to the Astral Sea, and is happy, oh. to, is happy to take you there. That is most fortuitous, and we would greatly appreciate that. Yeah. Um, he says, there is only one hitch. Getting back? No, she should be able to get you back as well. 
Uh, Binding necklace? No. I... Sure, you can do that with um, divination spells once you arrive. No, she's actually happy to do it uh, gratis, as they say. Okay. Uh, You just have to get to her. In Spazia. Where is Spazia again? It It is an island east of Windhaven. Well, we should get to Windhaven really easily. Yes, and from there, it's very easy to get to Spazia. Yes. You just have to charter a boat, or take a boat. Many boats go there. Uh, He says it's usually about 75 gold pieces per traveler for a a ride to Spazia. It takes about a week. Do you know of any faster means of reaching the island? He says, I'm afraid I don't. I I do not I don't know of any teleportation circles. And if uh, and you know, people are loath to give those up. Do you think she could walk outside and stand next to a big tree and then let me stry her? Is it you just have to see the tree? I need to be familiar. I need yeah, I need to know of the tree, yeah. Huh. I don't need to be like familiar with the tree. I don't have to have, like touch the tree. Okay, okay. One second here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> Uh, no, I think that would work. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, Master uh, Eric says, "Oh yes, that would be a quite clever solution. Should save." Much time and peril of your journey. <laughs> what's, what's the spell you use for that again? Transport via plants. Uh. <laughs> Transport via plants or ruin DM's plans. <laughs> oh, no, it's good. <laughs> Um. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we can pretend I didn't think of it. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> Always reward the players for their good ideas. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's all right it's all right um <laughs> uh, he says let me <laughs> oh god <laughs> let me uh contact 
Ladith, and um, I will uh, give me just a moment, shall we? <laughs> um, he says, uh, Lanith, this is Master Eryx. They want to scry you so they can teleport to a tree nearby. Know any good trees nearby? You can respond. Any <laughs> uh, nods. Uh, yes, Lanith says, uh, in, uh, she needs about two hours. She's currently somewhere sensitive. Uh, he says, um, he says, so uh, two hours time, we can contact her and or you can scry on her. Um, he says, now we do need to be able to get you a description of her. He says, uh, let me, uh, let me write this down. Uh, and he kind of writes down um, uh, a description of this uh, of this person and hands it to you. It's a little uh, sketchy, but um, he says, uh, hopefully this should be good enough, yes. Uh, tabaxi, much like myself, gray, gray fur, white throat patch. So, um, unfortunately, we don't have any hair or blood or anything like that. That would simplify this greatly. Um, no way. Um, okay, so, um, and so at that time, she will intentionally try to fail whatever scrying attempt is made upon her. Sounds good. Um, all right. So, uh, he says, um, so what will you do with your two hours? We got that Yeah, we can see if they have what I'm looking for. Yes. Are we yes. back in two hours, I guess? Uh, he Maybe. says, well, you, you don't actually need to come back to me. He says, no, that's uh, true. says everything's in your hands now. We appreciate your, assist your assistance. Yes, thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Well, when you see Lanith, tell her I said hello. We will do so. Do you want us to bring like a note or anything? He says, no, perhaps just buy her a nice lunch. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you all, uh, having brilliantly shortcutted your way to uh, Spazia, leave uh, the library. Uh, and so what do you do? So are you going to the bookstore, Gwen? What about you, 88? I'm just going with the rest of the group. Okay. Friendly? I'm going with them, yeah. So you all go to Smithy's Half Price Books, a rundown bookshop that's three stories tall uh, on the corner of 
of a uh, nearby street. You open the door and step inside and just the smell of uh, like kind of mildly mildewed paper, that old book smell uh, fills your nostrils. Um, and a, uh, a very animated halfling woman comes up to you and says, welcome to my shop. Looking for books? We are actually. Um, and I, I kind of rummage around in my, um, uh, what do you call it? Bag of holding and pull out um, Spark in the Tinderbox. Mm. I say, do you have any more of this series? I've got this one and I've got book four, but I need to fill the gap. I, uh, I actually have an entire series, multiple copies. I could tell you all the names, but I wrote it down in that messenger chat like years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, 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 yes. Uh, we do have that series. Very popular. Uh, it's from a uh, from a uh, uh, eastern side of the continent. Yeah, I forget. It's from like where did we pick? We picked those up in Carthal, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, so how much, I guess, how much for the series, except for books one and four? Let's call it a gold. Okay. I will put rest of series. It's a spark in the tinderbox, the secret of the mushroom chief, the wave-covered kingdom, and the ballad of the ice winds. Thank you. Amanda, you'd get inspiration if you were still doing inspiration. Wait, the secret of the mushroom chief is book two. What's book three again? I'm sending and copying. I'm sending. Okay. I don't know why that occurred to me, but it did. So <laughs> I feel like Gwen just finished the book book one. Um yes, well the uh, the ballad of the ice prince is a it has been a big seller here lately. Uh so if you uh, if you find out that Vera Bloom has released any more books, uh, please let us know. You can if you bring new books here from her, we will pay you handsomely for them, so that we can turn around and sell them. Great, I will keep an eye out for them in my travels. Um, oh, and a gold for the. Thank you. I'm now I won't uh, run out of reading material on on my travels. Mm -hmm. So who, my favorite character is Aubrey Strongspark. Is that your favorite character? <laughs> I'm assuming I can answer these kind of questions. <laughs> yep, sure can. So I will, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we can, I, I will pass as much time as my companions are willing to wait while I chatter along about the stories. Mm -hmm. uh, she lays out several th fan theories about like where the series is heading <laughs> Uh, tells you about uh, which which like characters that she like ships. <laughs> um, uh, and that lasts about 20 minutes until other customers come in, at which point she abruptly stops talking to you and says, ah, welcome to my bookstore. What can I help you with? And just <laughs> kind of forgets you're there completely. All right. All right. Meanwhile, back on the astral sea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nithis, you're holding the a blackened skull uh, that lets you talk to Enigma. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, um, there is one you must seek in this city. Okay. A Githzerai. Okay. Um, he says, uh, her name is Mara. 
and she will be able to guide you further. Okay, Mara. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Do you know where I should start in trying to find her, or is this a good luck, Godspeed sort of moment? Uh, he says, uh, "I would check the inner city first. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he says, um, "It is a Githyanki city that you're in." He says, "Githzerai are barely tolerated there." I suspect that she would be laying low. Okay. Um, uh, he says, as long as you hold this skull, though, you should have no problem accessing the talents that I grant you. Oh, you mean like legend lore? Yeah, or like your shadow cat. Oh, my shadow cat. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, and I can cast normal spells too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, did I make it with my sword? Yeah, you have all your uh, everything that wasn't in your bag of holding. So okay. probably your sword, your sending stone. We decided um, yeah. anything else reasonably that you think wouldn't be in that pouch. Okay. Cool. So you know your telescope <laughs> that you just you know <laughs> just carry around. Then I just hang around my neck. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Okay. So, a Githzerai named Mara, mm-hmm. and I should start in the inner city. Says, Even if she is not there, there are those who will give you information for a price about where she could possibly be. Okay. So, your friend um, Vanek, he didn't like you very much, huh? He says, I wouldn't know. He says, he says, the emotional states of mortals are, he says, none of my concern. Okay. He says, he says, he has worked with me for a long time, though. At least... At least by your definition of time. Hmm. Is he like um, indebted to you or something? He says uh, he says a distasteful term. He says no more than you are. Okay. He says, he says, however, he comes to me from time to time seeking favors. And I ask favors in return, as is the way things should be. Okay. If he chooses to grumble about it, that is his concern. All right. Um, Cool. So I guess then I will uh, use one of those scrolls to lock the door behind me. Okay. You cast Arcane Lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you set the password to Vanek? Yeah. Okay. All right. Vanek. So you find yourself floating uh, in this kind of densely packed um, city. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you go? 
Well, he said start with the um, inner city, so I will go ahead and float my way that way. All right. So uh, do you float through the city or above it? Um, are there other people floating above it? Um, a few. Most of them seem to be like maneuvering through the streets. I'll probably go the street level because Vanek told me to stay close to the street. Okay. So you uh, kind of float down towards the street level. Um, roll me a perception check. Or no, let's call it survival to see if you can figure out how to best navigate to one of the two wounds that he pointed out. Okay. Oh, what a bad fucking start to this day. I'll go ahead and use my inspiration because I don't want to fuck around with it. Not great, but better than a one. 16? Uh, okay. Um, it takes a little bit. You get turned around a couple times, but uh, after a short while, um, you um, you find yourself uh, near the wound. Also, give me an insight check. Okay. Um... Sorry, I was just checking something else. Um, insights. Ugh, 14. All right. Um, as you get closer to uh, th this part of town, you just notice that like, there's just like Gith Yonki passing by that just seem to be like sizing you up. You don't, like they don't seem aggressive, but you're definitely like catching attention. I'm going to go ahead and um, if I'm reading this right, there's no time limit on my Hound of Ill Omen, is there? Uh, let me look. I've got it right here. Um, <laughs> is it because you're on a plane with no time? I mean, no, but... Or just the spell in general. The, the spell in general doesn't oh, have cool. a time limit. It's not even a spell, it's a... Yeah, it doesn't seem to have a it does not seem to have a duration. It just lasts until it dies. <laughs> cool. Oh no, wait. Oh, there it is. Five minutes. It lasts five minutes. It's at oh. the very. It's at the very end. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um, um, well, that's a bummer then. Okay. So I won't cast that. Um. Yeah, everything that I've got is. Uh, Definitely just for combat type stuff. Um, do you want to try an intimidation check to just sort of yeah. pro project an aura of threat? <laughs> I think I can probably do that. Let's see. Do I even have intimidation in this character? No, it's me got plus four on it. Oh, best roll I've had all day. 19. <laughs> all right. So yeah, people seem to be sizing you up, but uh, nobody seems to be making any moves against you or anything like that. Um, and after a bit, you find yourself in front of this large chasm. Um, and the scale of it kind of takes you back for a second, because you know, uh, you mentioned that this is how the god died, and that there's two wounds. Uh, and as you look at this chasm, it looks consistent with like a sword or like a dagger wound, but like the scale of it is mind-numbing. Just, I mean, this thing is, you know, hundreds of feet across and maybe like you know, 20 or 30 feet wide, the widest. Wow. So what I know of the heart in my basement, is this about the size that the dead God would be in my basement? Um, yeah, I'd say that you, you extrapolating based on like 
Um, this seems a little bigger, uh, but like, yeah, like a creature this size would have a huge heart, probably, and probably not too off from what your heart is in the basement. Cool. Very unsettling. Okay. Well, I guess I will go ahead and head into the place I was told not to go. <laughs> All right. So you uh, descend uh, into this um, hole, uh, this chasm. Uh, no stairs, of course, because why would there be? Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, for the first time since you've been here, uh, things get dark. Mm. Uh, the kind of uh, omnipresent glowing of the astral sea is not present here. Okay. Um, uh, but after you go down into this a ways, uh, you see flickering uh, what looks like torchlight ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, as you go into this uh, cavernous, um, you actually see ribs above you arching across to make a ceiling okay. uh, and as you get in here you just see um, floating kind of buildings uh, uh, attached to various um, ribs uh, floating kind of it's kind of disconcerting because they're all kind of floating from the how do I put this so there's the chest cavity uh, and the ribs and they're all like they're all anchored to the ribs so like Pretty much the ground is all around you and as you float in like buildings are coming at you from every direction okay still really unsettling mm-hmm. 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 um you see several um so there's like what looks to be torches in the wall um uh regular plain torches uh but they you know it doesn't you get the idea that they're just burning. They doesn't. They don't seem to be running out or anything like that. Um, they don't oh. look fresh, but they don't look you know used up. Uh, and uh, on the uh, street level, you do see the occasional like um, bonfire or uh, like street level fire that has like people crowded around it. Uh, some of the which are playing games of chance. Some of which are you know drinking you know booze or doing other forms of drugs. So mm-hmm. where where do you go and what do you do? Um, well, does there seem to be like a, a square or any, like a market square type of thing? Uh, you look around, no. Um, it's one of those things where I don't think they would want people to have a square to like, that'd be like a good, like, it's one of those things where if you know where to go, you know where to go. And it's kind of intentionally left disconcerting. You get that idea from it. Okay. And do I know the difference between a Gith Yankee and a Gith Sarai? Um, yeah, uh, they're, so they're the same species. Um, the Gith Sarai um, typically, like, so the Gith Yankee typically have um, kind of uh, more muscular builds and long hair. Uh, whereas um, githzerai are a little lither and uh, usually shave all the hair off of them. Okay, so they'll be it'll be pretty distinct if I yeah. run across a githzerai. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I guess I'm just gonna float about, kind of stay into the main pathways and um, get the lay of the land. I guess. Okay, uh, roll me. Uh, we'll call it a survival check. Okay. 
Survival. Mm-hmm. Survival. God damn it. 15. Yes. All right. So you've sort of identified, okay, this is where like, this is like where the brothels are. This is where, you know, drug dens are. Uh, you kind of got an idea. So there's some black market areas where people are like hawking goods. Um, and then there's, there's some taverns down in here too. Oh, good. If there's a tavern, I'll definitely pick, uh, after making a circuit, I'll pick the one that looks the least, um, murderous i guess <laughs> i don't know all right the one so, that seems least likely to break out in a murder fight soon. so you, you find one that looks pretty likely to break out into a murder fight and that's probably the best you're gonna get <laughs> right less likely than you, the one already happening yeah as i say you pass several where that's already like if murder in, fights are happening progress. yeah 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 um so yeah you find your you find your way to a a tavern um there is a uh, name written on it uh, in a language that you don't understand. Uh, you would guess probably Gith based mm -hmm. on based on the populace. Um, unless you do speak Gith. No, no, you don't. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and uh, uh, you go in. Mm -hmm. All right. So you float in um, and uh, you see just a kind of dimly lit tavern. Uh, lots of corner booths that people are conducting business in. Uh, and a, uh, a uh, Githyanki bartender who's uh, wiping, a, just like stereotypically wiping a mug with a dirty rag. You get the idea. That's probably what he spends most of his day doing is he keeps an eye on things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. What do you do? Uh, I'll go up to the bar and ask for a whiskey. Uh, he says, uh, coin first, whiskey second. What's a whiskey going to be like a copper? Copper, copper, just yeah. a copper. I'll put out a copper, but I'll, I'll put it out with my finger on it and be like, unless you've got actually good whiskey and I'll kind of scooch the copper back and forth. Uh, he takes the copper. Okay. He says, we got whiskey. That's what I figured. Uh, and um, he, uh, so he pulls out a glass um, and he takes a bottle. And interestingly, they have stoppers on the bottom so he pushes on it, and the whiskey just sort of floats into it. Uh, and he puts a, a little, a kind of a a lid on it, so they all have lids on them. And he slides it over to you. So it's like a sippy cup. <laughs> Probably wouldn't want to describe it like that in this tavern, but yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. It's a sippy cup. That's what it is. Fantasy <laughs> sippy cup. Yep. 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 Uh, I will take a second to take that in and thanks. And um, I'm just gonna, cause this is a gift Yankee. And I know because Vanek mentioned it that the gifts or I don't like each other, right? Right. All right, well, I'm not going to be asking about, is it Mara? Mara. 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 Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be asking about her here. Um, so I'm just gonna watch the crowd, mm -hmm. um, see what kind of people come in and out. Mm -hmm. um, and then, if if obviously no gifts or I come in and out of here, I'll probably make my way to another bar. Mm -hmm. I think my plan of attack now is just going to be going bar to bar and mm. just kind of finding out where certain people, where certain crowds go, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, roll me a d20 and tell me what you get. 
Oh no. Add me not, add nothing to it. This is gonna go bad. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, as your eyes adjust and you look around, trying using your superior dark vision uh, okay. to um, kind of see into the shadowy corners, uh, you do see uh, two people in a corner booth in conversation: a Gith Sarai uh, and a devil. Oh. Like okay. a. Um, and after a few minutes, the devil gets up, bows to the githsarai, and leaves. And the githsarai just sort of hangs back uh, with her sippy cup of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and takes a, opens the lid and kind of takes a, a swig from it and shuts it. Um, I will ask for another two whiskeys, because I imagine by this time I've finished mine. Mm-hmm. And I will go ahead and approach. Okay. With my offering of whiskey. Um, you uh, you approach. Uh, so just tell me exactly what you say as you approach this table. I'll just mind if I join you and I'll hold up the whiskey. Uh, she nods and gestures. Um, and I think as I was walking about, did, um, did Indingba tell me to keep his skull out? No, it just has to be on your person. Okay. So you could have, like, I don't know if you have a pouch, like a non bag of holding pouch, or you could literally just have it like like, attached to your belt loop or whatever. And I don't remember, because I have the memory of a dumbass. Um, did you say that, um, Enigma knows Mara? Yes. Oh, Okay. Um, so I'll sit down, um, take a drink and, uh, I'll say, does this look familiar to you? And I'll take the skull out <laughs> on the table. Hey, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> this isn't a liar. <laughs> she just, okay. Let's roll me a persuasion check. Just, <laughs> just to see, I just want to see how this starts off. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. Oh, that's a really good roll. 21. There's just um, no, there's no fake face here. Uh, she cocks an eyebrow and says, well, this day certainly just got more interesting. Oh, good. She, she <laughs> says, back. she, uh, <laughs> she takes the whiskey, opens it up and takes a sip of it and says, usually when people throw a blackened skull on my uh, table, it's completion of a job or a threat. But since I don't know you, and since you don't look threatening in the slightest, I'm going to guess it's something new. Uh, is your name Mara by any chance? She perks up. She says, no, but I know Mara. She says, my name's uh, Isera. What's yours? Oh, wait. Is there a problem with me giving my name here? No, this isn't like hell or anything like oh, that. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. My name's Nithis. And uh, I would. She says, You're not from here, are you? Oh, definitely not. You see, no like umbilical cord of get out of here fast. She says, Well, and you're just wandering into random taverns and throwing skulls on anybody you see. So, to be fair, it was just you. You were the only one. I mean, you were over here in the dark corner with the devil. That's very fascinating. I'm not going to ask, but very fascinating. And I was told to seek out a Githsarai named Mara. 
and you're the first one I've seen. So I tried it. <laughs> she says, uh, you have a, you have a plainness about you, a, an honesty that can't be faked. Intriguing. Is it? Cause that, no, it's not. <laughs> It's dumb, but I literally have no other tools. So you know what? I'm going to deal with it. And if you get rowdy, I'll do my best to punch you. <laughs> she says, I'm, I, if anybody's, she says, I'm not going to get rowdy here. She says, <laughs> and if I did, well, I would pay you a hundred gold if you could land a punch on me. I don't know. My friends and I did just kill an adult blue dragon. So <laughs> which one? Ah, shit, what was his name? <laughs> Just the bandit lord, right? Uh, yes, the, um, uh, uh, cr- uh, not Krinko, um, Tamakari, the bandit Tomikari, lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Tamakari, the bandit lord. Hmm. Material plane. I figured you, you reek of the material plane. Does it, like, smell bad to you? Just different. Okay. Because I, I'm, I, I have good hygiene. I don't know what you're talking about. She's, yeah, she says, she says, uh, you, you smell of wind and plants and sweat and travel. I'd really like to get back to that. She says, those aren't things we have here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a real freaking weird place. Not impressed so far. Hmm. She says, um, she kind of looks at you for a second and squints. Just kind of tilts her head. I tilt mine back. She says, you're not human. Mm. That's an interesting take. So what are you? You know, I'm painfully honest when introducing myself, but not a complete idiot. So, you know, (laughs) about that person, Mara. She says, tell me what you are and I'll take you to her. I have your word. Hold out my hand for a shake. She extends her hand. All right. Ah, I'm a Kalistar. Yes, now that you say it, I can see it. Mm-hmm. She says, all right, well, deal's a deal. Uh, she uh, floats up from the table, takes the uh, two whiskeys and uh, the, her, the, her remaining one and the one you gave her and drown, downs them both very quickly. Uh and uh, she just looks at uh, the barkeep and says, Rafi, add it to my tab. Yes, I have a question. Yes. Do you like the chairs and the, and the benches and stuff around here have like those safety bars from no. amusement parks to keep you seated? Or? No, because, because you move, only move where your mind wills it. So, uh, okay. so it's not like anti, you know, like. <laughs> but things that don't have minds like 
you know, liquids or rocks yeah. or whatever, just sort of float aimlessly. But sentience well, can the exert. Tables are probably nailed down. Yeah. Oh no, the tables are definitely like nailed to the and the yeah, and the chairs are nailed to the like the benches, like the booths. I guess is probably the best word for that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um. So, uh, and she says this way. I'll uh, <clears throat> I'll walk next door. She says, um, she says, uh, you're not, uh, she says, I guess I should have asked this before I agreed to the deal. She says, you're not uh, a hunter, are you? No. Is that a thing? She shrugs, kind of nods. Yeah. Hmm. She says, um, not everybody likes Asarai being here. You muted yourself. Yeah, I was telling my personal assistant to turn on the living room. Ah. <laughs> um, so they like hunt you down because they don't like Asarai? Oh, occasionally someone might send somebody. It's usually the last mistake they make, but. Yeah, that's real rude. I don't like that. Um. Uh, so she floats kind of just straight up into the air and across the uh, across sort of that central uh, I don't know void towards mm-hmm. the opposite side of the uh, of this uh, inner inner city, um, and uh, she uh, leads you to a um, uh, a section that just appears to be like some like like kind of tenement housing, like uh, just kind of ramshackle buildings mm-hmm. that people live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she says um, she says Mara's here and she says um, and she points to a door she says you want me to go in first or do you want to go in first is she likely to behead me if I go in first no okay <laughs> I'll knock on the door <laughs> um uh, she says there's a special knock. Uh, and she says it's three short and two long and three short. Why don't you go in first then? Let's just yeah. take out the middleman in this nonsense. So she knocks three short, two long, three short, opens the door and walks inside. All right, I will follow. All right. Um, so uh, you walk in uh, and you find yourself... Uh, the moment you walk through the door, you find yourself like shielding your eyes from light uh, as you appear to be in a different part of the city. Ah. Um, so some sort of teleportation thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, much to your disappointment, uh, you find yourself in a barred room. No. Uh, and, Can I just uh, lock myself in a jail? Not jail. Uh, jail would imply like a legal system. Uh, she says, now I did promise you that I would take you tomorrow and I will. She says, but there's someone else you have to meet first. Seriously? She shrugs. I'm a woman of my word, but well, I, I she says, uh, she says, but you know, I'll get you there eventually. 
Yeah, woman of your word, kind of twisty for you, huh? She says, look, don't cause a ruckus. She says, you'll be to see Amara any day now. Any day now? Bitch, are you kidding me? She says, you I, put me in a locked room and said, don't cause a ruckus. What the fuck is wrong with you? She says, I'm a criminal. <sighs> well, I guess you can't win them all. So you say you're going to hold to your word. I guess we'll see if that actually happens. Who's this somebody that I have to meet and get in my fucking way? Well, I guess you could call her a distant cousin. What is that? That doesn't tell me anything. She smiles. She says, well, another Kalishtar, of course. Oh, fuck. All right. And we will cut back to the material plane. <laughs> fuck! What? Uh, and we're actually going to take a pause for a bio break. So. <laughs> what the fuck? So we'll be back in like five. It's like, you know, it worked once. I'm just going to be really honest. <laughs> it might still work. It just may not be as quickly as you wanted. Yeah. Hey, you like me now, other college star. All right. So back on the material plane. Uh, it's been two hours. And so you've come to the, the designated time for um, you to... Um, to uh, 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 to do the scry spell. Really quickly before that, Chris, I have a suit of adamantine splint armor I want to sell. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, you can just sell it back for half of whatever it costs. I don't remember what it cost. Oh. Um, oh, right. It's, it's a, it technically counts as a magic item, doesn't it? So it doesn't have a it price. Is, yes. uh, remind me, is that, do you know if the, off the top of your head, is that uncommon, common, or Uncommon. uncommon, uncommon. Um, so uh, it's a valuable piece of armor. Uncommon. Uh, let's call it. Uh, you can get two fifty gold back for it. <coughs> All right. So, um, uh, Brinley, do you take out your polished uh, mirrored gem and do the mm -hmm. scry? All right. Uh, just based on the description uh, that um, Master Eric's was able to give you, and based on the timing, so that uh, this Laneth person um, uh, knows to fail a spell, uh, a vision appears in your gym mirror. You see a, a gray, a great tabaxi uh, standing next to a kind of large, uh, conspicuous-looking tree. Uh, and uh, she's just pointing at it. <laughs> <laughs> I studied the tree for a minute. All right, I think I got this. <laughs> Let's go find a tree. All right. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't take long. There's trees everywhere in the city, so. All right, I cast Transport by Prince. All right, so you walk through the tree uh, and you see this tabaxi standing in front of you. Caitlin, describe your character. You're muted. 
You're muted. <laughs> Darn it. Darn it. Shitty intro. Uh, <laughs> she is a great tabaxi. She's got green eyes. Uh, she's about six feet tall. She does have a great big white patch. Um, and she does have white paws. Socks, <laughs> socks for hands. I love it. Very cute. I mean, honestly, I'm basing this character on Ampa. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Um, she has on just basic town clothes, no armor or anything like that. Um, she does have a um, an instrument. I forget which one I chose. Um, and she says, "Hi guys, how's it going?" Our friend is stranded somewhere in another plane of existence. Things could be better. Fair enough. But I'm with Matt for the okay. Okay. Well, good news. I am very, very well versed in planar travel. So, plus, I'm really not supposed to go out because it's not my turn yet again. But this is a perfect excuse to go ahead and go on another mission. So, I'm super excited to help you guys. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you want us to buy you lunch now or after the? We were supposed to buy your lunch, right? What? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Master Ericus says hello, and he recommended we buy you lunch in exchange for doing us this favor. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so now, or <laughs> <laughs> let's go and get into town instead of in the middle of the forest, and then we'll okay. work out from there. Uh, it sounds good. <laughs> so we walk back into town. What do I do? I notice the instrument. I don't know what the instrument is yet. Chill out. Oh. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't notice the instrument until later. Then <laughs> it's currently yeah, under manifested. under her cloak or something. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have a cloak of many fashions. It's hidden. Um, all right. So Lanith leads you into town. Um, you feel the. Uh, this sort of warmer, more tropical air uh, is the first thing you notice if you've arrived. Uh, and as you, uh, and you're in this sort of kind of uh, copse of woods uh, on the edge of town. Uh, and you actually, as you, as you get through, out of this copse, you are realize you're on a bit of a hill. Uh, there's a bunch of fancy houses around you. Um, and you can see in the distance, a large, uh, probably like, 200 foot tall spire uh, that's just looming over the city uh, and made of like, uh, it seems to be made of metal. Shiny. Impressive. <clears throat> I point at the top of it. Is that, what you're, is that where you're from or from one of these houses? That's the spire. That's where this, like, the school. Is it a school? Institute, yeah. It's a research institute. It's, it's a yeah. research institution into planar travel. Nobody lives there. Oh. Do you like living apartments around it? No, I have a house over here. Nice. Right. Cool. So Landeth leads you through town. Um into this uh, into this older looking part of town, uh, and then you get as you get close, uh, you see um, seems to be predominantly filled with tabaxi and dragonborn. Mm 
Sorry, I'm trying to get my character added to D&D Beyond. Oh. Uh, okay, there it goes. Okay. I got it. Excellent. So yeah, welcome to Spazia. Have you guys ever been here before? No, no. we've well, been to no. Windhaven, but not here. Yeah, that's a little plus, little minus right now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it seems nice, though. Um, it's very vacationy now. The old folks will tell you it didn't used to always be that way. You know how they get. Yeah. I imagine it was quite different before it disappeared. Yeah. That's why we have the spire, though, to try and figure out what happened. I forget when it came back. Did, was everyone who was there still here, or yeah. no? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Our queen was alive during that time, and she's still alive now. Okay. Crazy, right? That is insane. She's quite long lived. And what they just like blinked out of existence for hundreds of years, and then they're like. Mm -hmm. no, no time passed. Yeah. Wild. It's, Chris, it's been 500 years since they reappeared? Or uh, it's been 360. It happened in the year 420. Yeah. It's only been 360 years. There's a lot of elves still alive who lived back before the Calamity. Still, it's really crazy when you think about it. Seems like a lot of math. Mm -hmm. That's why I keep asking God. <laughs> um, so um i have a house right chris yeah yeah so um we'll go here to my house i guess and uh, as you get close to your house you see um uh, a familiar face walking up uh with a a uh a dragonborn uh, in a tabaxi. The dragonborn has bronze scales uh, and the tabaxi is uh, kind of a yellowy uh, color. Uh, you recognize as Varix and Corbin. Uh, Varix being uh, Varix, your best friend and Corbin, his husband. Hey, how's it going? Hey, not bad, not bad. Enjoying the nice day, warm. Who are these folks? Um. Oh yeah, I should get your names. <laughs> oh yeah. We know you, but you don't know us. Yeah. Uh, Cor Corbin is like, you are walking around with people whose names you don't know? They came by plants. I don't know. That makes it weirder. But Eric's. Yeah, that Eric's does make it weirder, actually. I know. All right. I just got excited. I'm going to the astral plane again because I have a reason to. Wait, didn't you just come back? I'm doing someone a Hey, It's a job. Let's call it. It's a job. It's a job. I have to do it. It's a job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Eric's and Corbin share a look and they say, hey, whatever gets you over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. So uh, anyway, what are you guys' names? I am AB8. Uh, you can call me Brenda Brindley. Okay. Uh, my name is uh, Jervis Winston Earlham Neville Archer. You can call me Gwen. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Varix, this is Corbin. Cor uh, uh, Varix is the dragonborn. He says, uh, I, I grew up with uh, with Lannis here. So. Where are you from? You said. Here. Uh, we, we, all, oh, here. We, all, we all grew up here in the Iron Root. Oh, 
So, yep. It says, uh, it says, uh, and you, you, you were birthed from plants recently. Is that, am I correct in that <laughs> we, assumption? We teleported. Yeah. They walk, and they walk through transport. Yeah. It's just, you just open up a little hole in it or a big hole actually. And oh. then on the other side is where you want to go. And on your side is where you are. And then not flippy flops. Orban, she's a druid. <laughs> I've yeah. heard that I heard that druids can do that. You're pretty cool looking. How, how does that how does it work? Magical mysteries of nature. Could you go to another plane of existence with it? No. <laughs> Question mark. No, the answer Are is you no. Asking for yourself now, Chris. <laughs> no, the answer is no. I I did a lot I'm of research. Sure there is no. I did a lot of research in every means of planar travel over my over my week off. No, that's why we're here. So poor poor Caitlin got a plane. ten page handout. handout so. Yeah, I did. Um, oh, well, uh, I guess it makes sense. Otherwise, I'd probably know about it. We probably have more druids working at the spire. No problem. Cool. Well. Uh, Hey, uh, Corbin and I are off to get some lunch, but uh, you all have fun, uh, and then just you know, don't be gone too long, right? It's not it's yeah. not too often we get to be you know hanging out here together. I know. How much how much longer are you in town? You don't have to plan out right yet, right? No, no. I, I uh, Corbin and I are going to take some time off, and uh, you know, uh, last tour took a while, uh, and you know, play you know primordial. And playing, you know, kind of in the fiery region of that, it's, it's due for some time off. Mm -hmm. See you soon. Bye. A pleasure meeting you, uh, plant people. <laughs> bye bye. You too. Corbin just says, Yes, um, pleasure, plant squad. Uh, and then he, oh, wow. he <laughs> follows. <laughs> As everyone silently thinks to themselves, hope that doesn't stick. <laughs> yes, hope that doesn't stick. Y'all haven't named the group after 50 sessions. I'm doing it myself. <laughs> All right. If I may ask, what is the importance of planar travel to your research? All of the importance? Like is your research planar travel? Uh, I don't think I spelled it out explicitly, but the assumption is is that uh, uh, Spazia, like it left the material plane, so it must have went somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we study all of it, like the Primordium, the Shadowfell, the Feywild, both really easy to get to, but then there's like the Astral Plane and the Divinities. Wait, we don't know about the Divinities yet, do we? You do, you just don't know specifics about them. Yeah. Which they're new, right? Yeah, about six hundred years old. They're, they're relatively new, and you know, two years ago, for some freaky weird reason, apparently people can be resurrected now. Trying to figure that out, who the hell? Oh yeah, that's super yeah. Weird. It's it's kind of traumatic. Would you like to be attention, sir? <laughs> she can't be stupid. I get back tired. Uh, you were both talking at the same time. What did Matt say? Both of these two have died. Yeah. Yeah, she, she came back different. I came back a little tired. Like a week. That's weird. Very accurate. Yeah. 
What was it like to die? Do you remember it? Well, yeah, it was moments of terror and then blackness. So no. <laughs> I thought I got away, but I didn't. And I got stabbed from above. Yeah, I don't think you ever told us like, that whole story from your perspective. It's a little traumatic. But I will try to tell the story in this, I don't know. <laughs> it is in as pleasant a manner as possible, but very quickly. So. <clears throat> yeah, we got murdered by the same person, so you know. Yeah. Friends forever. My cousin. <laughs> in the ass. But we're not going after her. We. <laughs> you guys are fun. <laughs> So you give some tours. What are the are they sightseeing tours? Do what? Your um, I don't know. Family member said that you give tours for the last tour they did. What kind of? No, it, it was like a tour, like a learning thing. Like you go on a tour for a certain amount of time, and then you return and share your knowledge. Oh, like study abroad. <laughs> Definitely doesn't involve um, tourists in okay. any way. There's no tourism involved. I mean, I'm still on a religious pilgrimage, so That's some weird. of it take a while. So, how frequently do you go to the astral plane? Um, Chris, I've been what three or four times. Um, let's see. Uh... So that was your um, that was your first trip to the astral plane. So you just came back from the first time. Yeah, I, I just came back from my first trip at the astral plane. It was pretty cool. Uh, technically, it's someone else's turn, but that's okay. <laughs> I've got a good reason. I can I can bring that, that explanation back, and it'll probably be fine. Also, you have a drum. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I was just looking at that. I have a drum, yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you know how to use that? Did you oh. really just ask a bard if they know how to use an instrument? Just hit it. <laughs> yeah, drums can be very complex instruments though. They are. <laughs> Yeah, you can make better or worse than it, but using it is take some talent. Yeah, I'm very talented. Using it well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cool. Well, if you ever want to play sometime, I'm I I know the lute and I've I'm learning kind of the violin. I'm not very good with it yet. Hmm. But... <laughs> <laughs> but a fiddle and a drum go to well, go well together. Mm -hmm. I'm used to playing with a troop, but yeah, maybe. Right. Well, I tend to play at a drop of a hat, so you know you probably won't won't be able to get away from from my playing from my music. Okay. So lunch. Oh, are we doing lunch first? Okay. Oh no, I I thought we were. We can just go. That's too. I don't. Are you guys whatever. hungry? 
It's probably a different time here than it is for you guys. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, you guys left in the morning. It's probably about lunchtime here, if not mid-afternoon. Yeah. Are we hungry? It honestly wasn't that long to see at breakfast now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's only been about two hours. Yeah, I'd say Nithis, or Nithis, Atlanta, if you have probably, you're probably a couple hours having just had lunch and there are a couple hours just having breakfast. So probably none of y'all are that hungry. Let's just get started before rumors of me leaving the plane make the way around, okay? Are we going to get like chased after or something? Definitely not, but there might be someone who wants to talk me out of it, so we should go. Okay. Sounds good. Fantastic. Is there any supplies or anything we should bring? Yeah, I have to go to my house and get all my stuff. <laughs> I'm going to travel the planes dressed like this. <laughs> no, I mean, like, should we bring anything in supplies or potions or... need stuff? I don't know. It's a different plane. We've never been there before. It's just a plane. It's just people there. If we go to a certain place... I mean, we could go float in the Astral Sea, but that's a really quick trip to not fun. So we probably won't do that. I hope you don't want me to do that. I don't want to do that. That, 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 that doesn't sound fun at all. So it, it's- You heard something fun. about psychic winds? Yeah, you don't want those. Those are real bad. Those are yeah. real bad. Basically, it'll rip your mind from your soul and shred it to pieces. Okay, we'll put that, that on, sound fun. on the it's do not list. <laughs> but it's a psychic wind so if you're like out floating in the astral sea you like don't know it's coming until you're already fucked yes. like I, I don't want to be in the astral sea that doesn't sound yeah let's avoid that yeah mm-hmm. all of our weapons and armor and stuff will work in the other plane yes yes okay. yes <laughs> Just, any reason, unless there's something that's um, permanently tied to this plane, um, like for instance, um, would a warlock's powers work in the other in the astral plane, Chris? They should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sending stones are tied to this plane. Um, psychic communication for a lot of. Re- for a, in a lot of instances is tied by plane um so you know if you've got that going on with somebody you're probably not going to be able to talk to them here on the material plane um but our, other than that, our, our bags of holding won't blow up will they that's how we got yeah. into this mess in the hold in the first place <laughs> really that sucks <laughs> It was so, came as a surprise to us all. That's <laughs> something they teach you in like, <laughs> you know, safety 101 at this buyer's like. <laughs> it was a hole and we didn't realize it was a portable hole. Uh, like somebody set a trap for you and somebody tripped into it. That's kind of, yeah. I mean, trap, you know, whoopsie daisy. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you wouldn't be here to see me if your friend was already dead, right? Right. It's true. Correct. So do you know where this friend is? In the astral sea. See, that's bad. That's where we don't want to go. Did we Did we not know where she went? You have not talked to her since she went to the city of the dead god. Okay. Did uh, I can send to her again to see if she has a more precise location. Yeah, you're going to want to do that. Because the astral sea is, and I cannot stress this enough 
infinite. It's, it's unending. It never stops. And so you want to find one tiny little itty bitty speck? Mm -mm. Yeah. No, that's a bad trip. Bad what trip. if we took an astral boat? Sorry? What if we took an astral boat on the astral sea? You're still talking about the extent, the extent of infinity searching for one tiny being. You could spend. Yeah, but somebody did it last week. <laughs> <laughs> that somebody does not is not me. <laughs> All right, I will cast sending to Nithis. All right, what do you want to say, Nithis? This is eighty-eight. We have found a means of traveling to the astral plane. Can you give us a location to find you? All right, smash cut to the astral sea, uh, to the city of the dead gods, to where Nithis is currently in a cell. Um, a few minutes ago, uh, uh, um, uh, Izera says, now look, I know this looks bad for you, but I promise you, you're not going to be harmed. I'll get you to see your Mara. You just have to meet this one person first. All right? Oh my God. I mean, all trust is lost. Between us. You should never have had trust between us to begin with. You didn't know me. I was in that tavern. I mean, I gave you trust as a gift and then you threw it in my face. How rude is that? We don't have birthdays here. Be wary of a birthday. You don't need, it doesn't need to be your birthday to get a gift. She thinks about that for a second. It says, you might have a point there. Yeah, maybe you just need better friends. Maybe you'd have more friends if you were more honest. Look, staying out here. Wow. I'll be back as soon as I can with the person you need to meet. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be good for you. You probably want to meet them anyway. Don't you, Kalistar? Aren't you all separated anyway? The ends don't justify the means. I'm still mad at you. <laughs> well, I can live with that. Mm. And she and she vanishes. <laughs> I'm gonna take the skull out and glare at it. <laughs> Alas, poor Enigma, you're done fucked up now. <laughs> do you do you say anything, or do you just stare at it? No, I just emote at the skull <laughs> angrily uh, you <laughs> get you hear a voice in your head it's not the enigma it's 88 asking you where you are um okay so i have to reply <sighs> i glare at the skull again i am in the city of the dead god unfortunately trapped in a cell right now. <laughs> Is it 25 words? Yeah. So you still got nine left. Working on that. <laughs> Let me know if you get. All right. If you're here. If you're here. Okay. Sincerely, Raymond Holt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was literally just watching for my last day. All right, so Smash got back to the material plane. You get that response. She is in the city of the dead god, 
currently being held in a cell, but she is working on that. Well, we Sounds. have the location. She's on her own for the cell part. There's not so much a justice system on the city of the dead gods. Chris, how much do we know about the city of the dead god? Uh, you've been there, so um, yeah, you, there's no like legal system. <laughs> typically, typically people resolve their problems through like you know running away or killing each other. <laughs> so Thunderdome rules, really. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if she's in a cell, that's not great. Just so you know. <laughs> that means either she's been kidnapped or. Kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she gets into trouble is really not unexpected. Um, less concerned than the psychic wins. Oh, okay. My part, I mean, at least. I, maybe you don't understand how severe the psychic wins are, or maybe. No, I'm saying that those are scarier for being in the south. Yeah, but there's also no laws in the city of the dead gods. It's like an outback steakhouse. There's no rules. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's no... Matt is so upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> no rules, just might makes right. Um, Thank you, Sean. There's, so if there's no rules, there's we won't be breaking any laws by rescuing our friend. Stink. Kitty. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's stinky kitty. It <laughs> is a stinky kitty. Gross. Uh -huh. anyway. our, all our spells and everything will work there? Mm-hmm. It's a plane of existence. There's very little that doesn't work there. I mean... I'm, when you're physically there. If you astral project, that's way different, but that's not what we're going to be doing. Okay. Okay. I'm seven. I've been like five places, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just say you're seven? Yes. I'm yeah. tall for my age. Are you though? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now we know where she is. At least she's not in the sea of, you know, gibbering madness or whatever it was. Yeah, it's a scripture, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to go? Yeah, I mean, we've been walking towards my house this whole time, right, Chris? Yeah, yeah you're at your house. You've been staying outside your front door for a bit now. Okay, so come on in. I'm going to get my stuff, and um, if it's cool with you guys, we'll just go. I mean, unless you want, like, potions and stuff, like, it never hurts, but I don't expect to be in a fight. <laughs> never really. Yeah. Well, actually, no, you should always get the fight. That's thing you never really expect to fight. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So, um, um, uh, Lanith, you have a modest house. Why don't you describe what it looks like? I expected another week to prep for this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all expected another week to prep for this. <laughs> no. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's uh, just a small house probably two bedrooms, um, one story. There's a little garden out front. It's pretty densely packed in this area, right, Chris? Mm -hmm. Population-wise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, my neighbors are like right up in my business. 
that's city living. Mm -hmm. um, going inside, it goes into just like a living room. And then there's a couple doors to other rooms. There's a small kitchen. Um, it's oh. not messy, but there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of research. There's a lot of scrolls. They're all pretty neat, but it's a... Uh, so crap. correction, it's not normally messy. However, when you open the door, uh, you're a little perturbed because the door just sort of swings open without you turning the lock, turning the handle. Um, uh, and as you go inside, your messy house is like tossed and messy. There's like scrolls everywhere, furniture overturned. What the? Did you have a party? Oh, not a party. Um, I guess maybe I think you got robbed. Um, yeah, I, I, I start looking around. Um, Is there a lot of crime around here? I, I go to my back room to look for my chest. Um, you uh, go to your back room to your chest that you have. Uh, typically uh, locked uh, with a magical lock, uh, and the entire chest is missing. Son of a bitch! Well, fuck. So, I've been robbed, and they got away with, at minimum, my planar gauntlet, which is how we get to where we're going. Hmm. Uh-oh. seems very problematic. My, do I have my tuning fork on me? Chris? Yes, yeah, you kept those on you, both of them. I imagine that your material plane one, you probably have like on a chain around your neck or something like that. Yeah, because I don't want that going anywhere. So, yeah. That sucks. That does suck. Unless any of you are high enough level that you can cast plane shift. I look at the kind of why we're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm. um, any idea who might have stolen it? We could try and find them. Chris, do I have any idea? Um. So off the top of your head, you don't, uh, though the, um, the, uh, your planar gauntlet is a very valuable. Um, they're very rare. Uh, only senior experienced field explorers get them from the, from the spire. Uh, there's not a lot of them in existence. Do you know any other people who do what you do oh i know a lot of people who do what i do but they shouldn't know that i lost this no i was thinking we don't steal theirs and use it until we find years no, later we're not, we're not going to steal someone's stuff <laughs> if i can if i can look at their thing their gauntlets um i might be able to find them well, let's, is it let's a gauntlet or two gauntlets? It's, one. It's, it's one. It's okay. One. Um, Chris, can I just start looking around, um, investigating? Yeah, yeah. Make me, um, yeah, make me an investigate check. Ah, that one. God damn it. 
Uh, so you're being just a bit distraught at the loss of this very important artifact that was entrusted to you. Uh, so yeah, you just can't make sense of, of it. Are there maybe like drag marks where they dragged the truck out of the house? Um, interestingly, no. I will, may I look around? Yeah. I'm just kind of standing in the middle of the, of all my stuff. I look around for any clues as to who might have done this. Roll an investigate check with disadvantage because it's not your house. <laughs> That's Do fair. better than the person who lived here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be that hard. Oh. Well, 12. Oh no, you, you, you didn't do well. <laughs> um, well, you do notice, uh, so as you poke around, um, you don't find any sign of necessarily of who did it, but you do see like there's some very valuable spell scrolls that Lanith has. Like there's like valuables, like there's like maybe like a jar in her room with some gold in it. Like <laughs> it would seem whoever stole your trunk was looking for something specific because they left many of your valuables. Huh. Chris, do, do I know of anyone else who's had this happen to them? Um, Good question. No. Um, not that you're aware of. Has anyone in the past little while expressed interest in my gauntlet? Uh, roll me a, um, just call it a, an intelligence check. Just to see if you can recall. Just like a regular intelligence Actually, let's call it an insight. This seems like a better insight check. Oh, okay. <clears throat> insight. That <laughs> was almost a 20. 22. That's still pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you would know that, I mean, really, you don't, you know, it's not like you wear this the entire time you're there. You usually stash it like in a in your, in your bag of holding, um, uh, you know. So it would have had to have been somebody who either saw you use it, so like somebody that saw, um, like actually saw you cast the spell and disappear with your with your other explorers. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that your other explorers knew that you had it. Uh, anybody that knew you were uh, on a planner journey and was leading it would know. Um, but you trust the people you brought with you, you know, people that you've told about it, you probably trust. Uh, um, so your best guess would it have to be somebody, somebody outside of your circle who knew that you're on the expedition um, or leading it, but maybe, and so thus assumed that you had it, I guess would be the best thing I can say. Like, um, So uh, it would have to be somebody with access to, you know, like uh, people at the spire, records at the spire, uh, maybe maybe somebody from the spire. You know, somebody like so. Somebody would have to find out that you've you've gone on this trip and they've come back. So, I'm going to turn into my bloodhound and see if I can smell somebody that's not her having been in the room. Oh, it's a great idea. Yeah, um, roll me a perception check with advantage. Benda has many good ideas. Yes. 
can you um can you create an image i don't 26. know 26 do do bards <laughs> do illusions they can depending on what spells they know are are you talking to me yeah can you create an can can you create an image of what um was stolen from you you might be able to locate object oh i actually do have minor illusion so uh did that do it? Lana, yeah. That's 26. 26. Um, yes, Brindley. I'm sorry, Brinhound. Uh, <laughs> you uh, you smell a very peculiar smell. It smells like copper and brimstone. I unhound. And I go, it smells like shit in here. And by shit, I mean copper and brimstone. Uh, and I'd say, Lanith, you can roll me an Arcana check with advantage. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A one and a four? Are you fucking kidding me? Shit. I'm going to start rolling real fucking dice. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I failed. <laughs> It's like a crudely drawn picture of a glove. Uh, oh, <laughs> wait for later. My picture is fine. He was asking about the Arcana for what. Oh, yeah. Said, right? yeah. Um, all right. So, do you want my my uh, uh, inspiration? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna roll a real die if you're gonna give it to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we just say I didn't roll it? <laughs> no, that's how it works. But I appreciate it. Uh, so, was it was the highest result you got? The um, seven. Seven. Um, yeah. So you couldn't say more specifically, but you do know that. Um, oh, uh, fiends usually smell of copper and brimstone. Did I do so? I'm professing about nature and religion because I try to narrow it down in my brain. I'll let you roll religion check, sure. Sixteen. Um, prob probably some kind of devil. Probably some kind of devil. Oh, did it smell like my little doll friend? Did it smell kind of like just a little doll friend? Uh, Your final form. No, because your doll friend was an aberration. She was a demon. Okay. Uh, so, do you know any devils? Chris, do I know any devil? <laughs> Not, uh, actually, let me look at your handout. <laughs> uh, I forget. Um, no devils, uh, you know, personally, but I mean, you did just come from somewhere that had them, so. Mm -hmm. I and if, and you know that and you know that they're now native to the astral plane as well. Mm -hmm. Share, share of that what you will. <laughs> Is it possible that one of them followed me back somehow? Not outside the realm of possibility. Did one of you say you could locate object? I can try. Locate the gauntlet. 
can right. also detect magic if you think that might help. But I can only do one at a time. I mean, there's lots of magic in here. Okay. Yeah, you just have to make an image of the thing. I do. Okay. Um, so he does not, your locate object, I'm assuming you cast it, does not pick up the object. However, you also realize, Lanith, that your box that you kept those things in were lead lined. Oh, right, right, right. And right. so if they have the entire box with them, uh, yeah. that could be preventing the divination from working. Okay. So um, you said your name's Brindley, right? You could smell that smell. Can oh. you follow it? Did it smell like a trail? I didn't smell like somebody popped in here, grabbed it, and popped out. Uh, you just uh, I, I, you just said you smelled the room. So it's in that room. You could try turning back into a hound and sniffing. Yeah, I go back into the doggy dorm, <laughs> sniff around. All right. Um, uh, you sniff around. Um, you mm -hmm. follow. You follow the stench. Uh, it does actually lead out of the house, um, and so you all start following. Um, you all start following uh, Brent Hound, mm -hmm. and um, and so the um, smell leads out of Iron Root, um, and then. Uh, goes towards the old castle district, which is the old capital portion of the city where the former palace is. Uh, and it disappears near the palace, but not like in it, but just like you get like kind of close to the palace and then it's just gone as if it like, it goes into an alleyway and it's just poof. It's just like the smell just stops. There has been a poof. There is no longer smell. So based on that, you'd say this is, if you're reversing it, this is probably where if they did poof, they probably poofed in here, so. And then poofed out from my place. Possibly. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Well. I will, try to use, I will try to use my divine sense for all the good it'll do. Uh, you're surrounded by demons. No, I'm just just kidding. What? There's, there's nothing. <laughs> uh, no, you 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 detect. Um, uh, yeah, there's no there's no uh, celestial fiends or undeads near you, and no consecrated or desecrated places. Uh, there is a there is actually a temple nearby that's consecrated. But... Oh, okay. I can't imagine that would be helpful to a demon. I relay that to the group. No sign of any fiends nearby. Okay. Roll me a perception check. Everyone? All of us? Yeah, anybody that wants to. Nice, oh, 26. Oh, yay, I finally rolled something good. 25. <laughs> I got a five. Um, 27. Uh, you, uh, as you're, as you come out of the alleyway, um, you notice, uh, this old building, this is kind of in the old district, uh, in the temple that, um, Gwen detected was across the street. Um, but you notice in one of the cornerstones of this building, uh, an old symbol, um, that you would recognize probably because it's, uh, um, 
it's a little more fresh here for these people. So you've probably know a little more about this. Uh, it is a fire with a little scythe of flame coming off over it as a holy symbol of a dead god. Is that Moran? Moran? <laughs> is it on the ground or on the building? No, it's it's one of the cornerstones in the building. Like this, <laughs> this uh, building probably used to be a Morad temple at one point. Morad, oh my god! Because those buildings are a little more like because it disappeared. The island disappeared while the nine gods were still there. Um, a lot of their old temples and buildings and stuff are still existing and just kind of repurposed or. So what is this building now? Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's actually a bakery. <laughs> and it's but still. With, what's that? This is not the consecrated one. This is a different. No, one. no. This is across the street from that temple. Oh, okay. What's the consecrated temple? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. Yeah. So, give me just a sec. Um, it's the bakery of Morad. The tarts are to die for. Get out. <laughs> uh, uh, the um it is a uh temple to Dembora, the keeper of time. Okay. So nobody would know. <laughs> Who uh is actually a pretty popular god to worship here for obvious reasons. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Praying that it doesn't happen again. <laughs> okay. Well, do we want to see if it's an evil bakery? I mean, since we're here, we might as well check it out. <laughs> what kind of desserts do they have? Uh, <laughs> so you <laughs> you you walk into this uh, bakery, um, and the smell of coffee—a kind of stale coffee because it's late in the day. Um, and then um, like buttery pastries, like uh, and then um, spice cakes. They have a lot of um, kind of uh, uh, spezia native like uh, spice cakes and orange glazes and things like that. So buy some snacks, put them in my bag for later. <laughs> Who knows what they have on the astral plane? <laughs> Could be like weird ass food. There's a carved frieze of animals across the top of the building for some reason. Now this this temple predated Varakas. Uh, <laughs> predated and postdated him. He, it was just kind of absent for <laughs> for his reign for that whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, is this bakery next to the alleyway or across from it? Next to so the, the the alleyway wall is this bakery wall. Okay. Um, the uh, shop the shop uh, keep after uh, ringing up Brindley's order says, "Is there anything else I can do for you today? Would you like a complimentary cup of coffee? I mean, with the pastry purchase like that." Uh, <laughs> okay. Um. They pour you a cup of coffee in a uh, in a little um, kind of cheaply made wooden cup. Does anyone want my coffee? I don't like coffee, but it was free with my purchase. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll try I'll it. Coffee. <laughs> um, I don't really know what to do next. Is 
did you did you notice anything strange, Brindley? Do you do you have any idea about how long ago that um, person would have walked out of the alley? Um, roll me an investigation check to see if you can suss that out. I'm not very good at those. Twenty-two, because I got a twenty. Oh, there it is. Nice. Um, yeah, you'd say probably like three or four hours. Yeah, uh, like three or four hours ago. I, I will ask the shopkeeper. Did you, did you see anybody? Um, I, did you see anybody coming out of that alley about three or four hours ago? She says, uh, "Well, I don't spend my whole day watching it." Um, uh, says, though, now that you mention it. Uh, she says there was this real foul smell that entered the bakery around that time. It smelled like rotten eggs. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we actually we actually had to check our pantry to make sure it wasn't us. <laughs> but you but you didn't see anybody wandering around, hanging around. I mean, it's a it's a city, so lots of people, but nobody like throwing rotten eggs at us or anything. Anyone? She says it, dis- it, it kind of dissipated after a few minutes. Anyone walking around that looked vaguely demonic? Mm-hmm. Demonic? What kind of question Maybe is like that? Horns or wings or like. Okay, so I know I said it's a city and like there's a lot of people, but if I'd seen something like that, I would have definitely told you. <laughs> are there any uh, street vendors or people that are out and about around that time that you that you know of? Um, somebody making their rounds or or i'm sorry is this are you are you investigators i'm confused i thought you were just here to buy pastries we are today <laughs> we're, we're curious folk but yes our our, our friend had a, a bit of a break in and and uh we thought we thought we might ask a few questions so you went to the pastry shop <laughs> Well, the alley next to the pastry shop. Then we saw there was a pastry shop, so we came in to get pastries. Our friend cannot be uh, dissuaded from sweets. Well, I mean, uh, you know, there are some, you know, traveling food carts that come around around lunchtime, which is about when that was. But I mean, they're all they've all gone home by now. Not sure what to tell you, though. I mean, if there is a large wing horned creature like that i'm pretty sure they'd be screaming chaos in the streets just yeah. now that i think about it like five hours ago and eric coker flew by is that help <laughs> thank you very much for your time yes and for the pastries come again Thanks. question mark <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is where the devil popped in right so there's not anything we're going to get from here probably not Right. Well, I mean, the devil could have disguised himself as an Aarakocra flew over, or one of the vendors could have seen him. I mean, we're not going to get any of that, though. Right. Don't follow the Aarakocra rabbit hole. That was a joke. So um, (laughs) (laughs) we're not following. (laughs) Um, So let's go back to my place and look around there again. Could we perhaps perhaps ask your friend Derek or whatever his name was for his gauntlet? Um, it, it, it's not 
best if no one knows that I don't have this gauntlet. It'd be really good if no one knows that I don't have this gauntlet. They get pissed if you lose it? Yeah. Like, there's only a few, and they could indeed be called invaluable artifacts. By a lot. So if we could avoid letting the, you know, institute that employs and supports me know that I've been robbed. That'd be great. And you believe your friends would write you out? Um, you know, there's... <laughs> you don't keep something like that quiet? <laughs> I, I just don't know that why he would. <laughs> it's an invaluable artifact. Just telling him would alert more than just us because he would overreact because I was stolen from me. Shit. Um, so I, I gesture and let's head back to my house. So you all head back. Oh, excuse me. Right, so you, you make it back to the house without issue. What do you do once you get there? Um, I will start just picking things up in the back room. Mm -hmm. Just basically like shuffling through everything. Like I'm hoping to find something. Hoping to find a gauntlet. Maybe just. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll appear there. Like they stole the box, not the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. Um, Brindley shrugs and kind of helps, but not just picks up stuff and <laughs> puts it in the wrong spot. <laughs> um, can I roll another investigation check? To to see, I, I would say you've already done an investigation check. <laughs> I, I appreciate the I appreciate the worth, A for effort. <laughs> worth a shot. Yeah. Um. Well. I guess there is somebody who might be able to make another one, even though that's never actually happened before. Or not make, but she might have a replacement. And um, she's also a fence too, so. Oh, I didn't know that, okay. So it could be going through her anyway. Um. Gold-wise, what's a gauntlet like that worth? A lot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, um, we are going to go see the Antiquarian. Did I say that right? Yeah. Sounds like a title. <laughs> uh, once you get that old, all you have is the title, I think. At some point, you're so old, you don't even have a name anymore, right? <laughs> She's very old. Very, very old. Idiot uh, has to stop and consider that. Why? He was immortal, basically. And this person would, would know where to find the gauntlet? No. 
but she might have one. I'm not sure. Um, she, they might try to sell it to her um, because she fences things like that. She may also have one. I don't know how we would buy it, but it's worth yes. going to talk to her about it. Or at least she'd know if someone's trying to sell one somewhere. Mm -hmm. Or someone that has demons working for her. Devils. Yeah. Or for them. Um, Chris, did you say it was a two-day trip? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, I mean, it's mid-afternoon now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are the roads dangerous here like they are everywhere else? Of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> Will we get scolded if we try to go out into the woods? <laughs> I mean, uh, I think we should... You, th you think we should set sail or set off now? Well, that's what I was going to do. You guys want to wait till tomorrow morning or do you want to go now? Well, you said it's two days? Yeah. Well, we might as well. I mean, a day's travel, yeah. a two day travel will get us there in the afternoon on the second day, right? So if today is day one, tomorrow's day two, you get there mid afternoon on day three. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's better to leave now than burn half a day, I, I would think. Okay, I'm going to look around gloomily and collect mm -hmm. my stuff. I'm really depressed. All right. Yeah, it's a bummer, but, I mean, you at least, like, you know, your, uh, your, cloak, uh, your uh, you know, clockwork amulet's there. Your, 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 you, know, you still get your belt and your sword and your insignia. Your serpent scale armor is still on its like rack. <laughs> so. All my really nice stuff is still here. Just that fucking planar gauntlet. Damn it. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and get all my stuff together. Put on my armor. Kind of mopey. Sorry? <laughs> kind of mopey. Just because you got your shit stolen. Yeah. So after after about 10 minutes, uh, a very uh, different, more serious looking Lanith emerges from her back room, dressed in fine armor and with fine fine gear uh, strapped to her. Wardrum at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's uh, let's hit the road. And if you want, you can teach me some songs. All right. So, Lanith, you uh, you lead everybody um, out of the Iron Root District back through uh, Sweeney's Knoll, the uh, fancy manor district, uh, and then out of the uh, city and towards the coast. Uh, and we switch back now to the Astral Sea. I'm in a cave. <laughs> Change personality, Caitlin. Um, so yeah, you maybe pace around the, the cage looking for exits or anything like that. Um, none that you can see. Uh, there doesn't even appear to be like doors in the uh, bars. Uh, and um, after uh, hour, several hours 
I was sitting here. Uh, you hear a voice uh, say, ah, yes. Uh, she says, uh, you can see her. I can see her in your face. You are a descendant of Nith. If I stake my life on it. Is this in my head? It's in your head. That's what I thought. Um, well, I'm looking around because you have to have eye contact at first, I think, for the mind link. Um, what is your name, child? You see no one around you. Mm, I'm going to say, no, you have me in a cage. How about you give me your name? Or well, your face. I suppose that you don't pose too much of a threat to one like myself. So rude. Um, a, uh, an ancient looking woman, a uh, gif uh, by the facial features, um, but pale white, clearly suffering from some sort of uh, albinoism, uh, appears in front of you. Uh, she says, uh, uh, she says, uh, hello there. Hi. She says, my name is Keth. She says, and uh, I knew your mother, or not your mother, your great, 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 great <laughs> grandmother. Sorry. She says, your mother, Jesus, sorry. Once again, <laughs> up since 4.30 this morning. She says, and I, and I knew your great, well, your very great grandmother, Nith. You, were, you might say we're sisters, her and I. Um, huh. How about that? This is unsettling. She says, so. Have you found Dusk Manor yet? I did, actually. How do you know about that? <laughs> she says, uh, well, I was there. I was there when they gave it to her. Do you mean, uh, what's their names? She says the gods. Yeah, I don't remember their names, Chris. What are their names? Uh, she says, you knew them probably, well, she says, they're long before your time, she says. So Larry, uh, she says, uh, Celia is what most of history knows them as by now. But uh, she says, back in my day, she says, they hadn't gone by those names yet. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Uh, she says, uh, Where ah, she says, I knew them as Nectoth and Sakamon. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So yeah. Um my name's Nithis then. You can have that. She says. So Nithis. 
Pathfinder of Dusk Manor. Kind of. She says, does the heart still beat beneath it? Very unfortunately, yes. It was actually beating, right? Yeah. Yeah. Slowly, but they're definitely beating. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Mm. She says, Yet you do not have the ring. Yeah, that's a problem. It's on my to do list to fix that. She says, Well, that is truly unfortunate. I was hoping you would have brought it to me. Why would I bring it to you? She says it should have gone to me. Dusk Manor should have gone to me. Why is that? She says they chose her, claiming she was more pious. Should have been me. Were my prayers not as loud? She says, you've given me much to think about. Uh, I'll be back. Oh, no, wait. When do I get out of here? She says, all in due time. And she says, oh, and just to show my appreciation to Zara for bringing you to me, I'm going to fulfill her end of the bargain as well. And... uh, she just says, bring her in. Oh, shit. Uh, and this Gitsurai that you don't recognize gets dumped in the room. And she says, well, deal's a deal. Don't go anywhere. And with that, she disappears. <laughs> just as backing away dissolves into mist, I am not your friend. Well, she wasn't there at all, right? She was an <laughs> illusion. Uh, you didn't try to touch her, so maybe, maybe not. Uh, yeah. uh, but this gets her eye at your feet, certainly, is she picks herself up and she looks around and she says, oh, fuck, not again. She says, I hate fucking cages. Who are you? Uh, what the fuck I, do you want with me? It's my fault. Sorry. I was trying to get a hold of you because Enigma told me to. Who the fuck's Enigma? I I dig out the skull. I'm like, what the fuck? She squints her eyes. Oh, him. Oh, so you do know. Oh, you just don't know him as Enigma. Right, right. Yeah, you're the only person that knows him as Enigma. He told me that you could help me get off the astral plane. Well, he would have been right if we weren't in a God's forsaken cage that prevents such things from happening. Does it prevent all travel or just planar travel? She says no dimension door, no misty step, no teleportation. Unless they want you to leave. Hmm. She says, 
who did you piss off to get thrown in here? And why did they bring me? Because they're assholes, mostly. I didn't actually think I pissed anyone off, but I talked to the wrong bitch and then I got led to a fucking cell. So, you know. She says, um, squints her eyes. She says, uh, who brought you here? To this particular place? Uh, that would be, what was it? Zerai? Zeri? Ezera. Uh, Ezera. She winces. Oof. You, yeah. you picked the wrong Gisserai to deal with. Sure did. Uh, but what, what did she want with you? I may have just approached her and asked after you. You know. I know. I'm aware. I'm very well aware. She says, you went into a tavern called the Duplicitous Snake. Went up to the first Gisserai you saw and asked about me? To be fair, I didn't know it was called the Duplicitous Snake. Mm. I can't read guess. I didn't know what it was called. But even, yes, even better, she says. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm aware. All right. Well, look. I'm no... It's not my first rodeo being imprisoned. We're going to get out of here. I hope. I'm very powerful. Just point me in the right direction. Okay. So why did Isra want you? So I'm here because you wanted me. Why, why would Azera care what you want? Uh, well, I'm here because Azera knew that, what was it, Keth? Mm-hmm. That a, uh, and she was a Gith Yankee or Gith Zerai? Gith Zerai. Um, oh, yeah. Or though, yeah, I'd say, I'd say probably, probably, yeah, probably more Gith Zerai. I mean, she didn't have much hair, so. Okay. Um, I'm here because Azeri knew that a Githzerai named Keth, very ancient, very old, would want to see me. There's a... She she kind of looks at you for a second and says, oh shit, you're Kalishtar? Fuck, does everyone know about Kalishtar here? She says, uh, yeah. There's an open bounty on you guys. No! Really? A thousand gold pieces to anyone that brings an alive Kalishtar to Keth. God damn it. Why? Well, no, I already talked to her. I know why. Fuck. Uh, she's a big deal here. Great. She's, she's one of the five crime bosses that run the uh, inner city. You know, this is just getting even better. Yeah, she hates me a lot already. Just so you know. Nothing good. Yeah, yeah she's a... Uh... I've done clear to, done well to still steer clear of her, but she is a um, ruthless, bitter old woman. I got that. I got that feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So, do you know anybody on the outside that can help us get in? On this get plane. Out? Of, on this plane of existence, no. I got here with a bag of holding accident which is why I was looking for you, because I don't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we'll figure this out. Uh, She extends a hand. 
I shake her hand. She says Mara. <laughs> Nithis. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. And with that, we will end this session. <laughs> Quick question, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Mara and Kath, do they have cords? Neither of them have cords. So um, they're, they're here like I am. Yeah. Mm. They can be killed. <laughs> if, that's, if that's what you're getting at. I'm not sure if that's what you're getting at. <laughs> I mean, Keth is really old, but also she's really old. Yeah. Um, So we wait until 5 p.m. when she goes to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully that works. Or we shake her at the Golden Corral at 4 o'clock. We can get her at 4 at the Denny's. (laughs) I mean, it's no worse than any of my other plans so far, so let's do it. (laughs) We could could take her USAA card and hold it for ransom, ransom, or AARP card. Well, uh, you guys, yeah, so good session, y'all. You managed to uh, uh, to skip.